104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. Joining me on the line now is Paddy Brettnock. Paddy, how are you? Very good and thank you for having me on. Thanks so much for coming on. I was so excited to talk to you. That's great to hear. <laughs> so can you just give the listeners a little bit of a brief overview of the film Rosie? Yeah, Rosie is a, a film about a family who are in their emergency accommodation system. And it's about the 30 hours in their life as they're approaching the prospect of having to spend uh, their first night in a car. And so it sort of deals with, you know, the family dynamic and all the sort of small little problems that escalate. Um, and I suppose build kind of mounting tension up to that point of saying, are they going to, are they going to have to spend the night in the car? And then beyond that, is this situation that they're in putting so much pressure on them that it's going to damage them as a family? Okay, and I know that Roddy Doyle wrote the film. Am I correct there? Yeah, Roddy wrote it, and um, I mean, he kind of—I think he'd—he'd he'd heard some, you know, some stories of people who were in that system and uh, on the race, and it, it sort of affected him and moved him, and he was compelled to write something. So quite quickly. He responded to it and wrote a spec script about that situation. You know? Amazing. And then at what stage of the process did you come on board? Well, I came on, I, the script was fairly fully formed in one way when I got on board. And I read it and I immediately responded to it like it was really well written and it was a beautiful story. Yeah, I was watching um, the trailer earlier on and I have to say, like, there was a couple of tears shed. It's it's so real. I felt like I almost knew the family as if they were someone down the road from me. Yeah, I think that's... That's what it, you know, I think both, you know, Roddy's a great writer in that sense that he, he writes to people in a very credible way and there's an authenticity about it. And also it sort of, it lent itself to film it in a way, you know, in a kind of naturalistic way where those small, constant, everyday moments almost begin to become epic and you sort of are, are in the boots of these characters in a way that you can completely understand the dilemmas they're in. And yet they begin to point towards something which is a kind of much bigger thing. Like, you know, can a, can a family survive? You know, uh, what is your role as a parent? Yeah, I, I was actually, I was only watching um, The Vow. I think I watched it a couple of weeks ago and there's a scene in it. Have you seen the film? No. Okay, but there, there's a scene in it. It's basically about, um, it's based on a real story and it's basically about this husband and his and his wife and they're in a car accident unfortunately she loses her memory and she doesn't regain it so from the age of 17 up so she can't remember who he is so he goes on this big mission to basically make her fall in love with him again right there's a scene in it where they go for hot chocolate and it's meant to be one of their special places and she goes to um, eat a chocolate but she drops it on her shirt and the two of them burst out laughing and I actually remember turning around to my brother and I said I guarantee you that that actually wasn't planned. That like you could just tell. It's almost like you can tell when something genuine and authentic just happens there and then. I say that that happened to two of them burst out laughing, and then that was the clip that they just decided to leave in. Yes, yeah. Well, it's a funny thing with you know. I as time goes on, you make more films. You obviously you you go to something with it and structure it, and you give it shape, and there's a plan, you know, because you want to get something that has you know has a certain aesthetic or has a certain feel and you plan for all that. Equally, it's become more important for me to try and find that lightness and looseness. So it's almost like about that you create all your plan so that when something random happens or that and you leave enough space for random things to happen, 
that you're able to capture them and you're able to adjust and go with it because that's when it begins to feel true or real. And I know that this film was made with Element Pictures, so was Ed yeah. Garney involved in this film? Yeah, Ed was an exec producer on it, and it was Emma Norton and Rory Gilmartin who work in Element, were the, the sort of, and, uh, um, and Juliette Bonas were the main producers on it. And I'd worked with Ed a long time ago. My first feature film was Ed's first feature film. So we sort of had worked a long time ago so it was kind of nice to to work with him again oh wow amazing yeah and obviously um everyone i'm sure well, i'm sure everyone's heard at this stage about the oscar nomination yeah do you think that there has been a kind of a rise in the irish scene where suddenly we're getting we're, we're making a name for ourselves in the film industry or has it always been there no i think definitely there's, there's been let's say over the last number of years, you know, last 10 years or something like that, there's been a progressive sort of sense of, I think, each year there are a, a number of films that are making a mark in a way that if you go back 15 years, there might have been, you know, one film every two or three years or four years that made a mark. Whereas now there's a couple of films every year that are made a mark. So what are the things that actually make a standout film? Like, are there certain elements to it that you would say? I know it's a pretty broad question. Well, I suppose there's so many, you know, obviously there's, you know, films that have a big commercial impact. Then there's ones that will have a, have a sort of critical impact. And there's, you know, and there's a spectrum in between that, let's say. You know, so say something, you know, like, um, you know, in elements terms, Lobster or The Favourite you know, were sort of films that kind of maybe push the boundary a little bit, you know, and are sort of seen to be at the cutting edge. So they sort of stand out because of that, that they're at the, you know, the sort of the forefront of developing the, the cinematic language in our in our time, you know. So that's one thing. And then, you know, there's other films that just somebody tells a fantastically, you know, emotional story, an interesting story, that moves an audience. Yeah, and I saw. I know that critics are absolutely loving it at the minute. But how seriously do you do you think that people should kind of take critics' opinions on films? I think. Look, I think everything needs to have a discourse about it. You know, and and obviously critics. You know, one of the great things about critics is if they're watching lots of films, they're sort of aware of the, you know, say the broader context of where something sits within a you know, uh, an industry um, or within a, a a creative community. You know, they know, okay, this is feels like it's fresh or this feels like because I've seen, you know, 50 films this year so far and this stands out from those 50 films. I, I know that it's a bit of a flash... But, but what, what, what am I trying to say here? Flashback or blast from the past, but I have to yeah. ask you about your film Shrooms that you oh, yeah. directed... I have to, that was one of my favourite films ever. I have talked about it to so many people. And people are always like, how was that one of your favourite films? I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to talk about the twist at the I might end. Have caught you, I might have caught you at a good moment. <laughs> I'd say, honestly, though, the twist at the end, because I just remember watching, yeah. and I was like, what the hell is happening? And then once I saw the twist, I was like, oh my God, genius. I absolutely love this. But obviously, that sort of film is so different to a film like Rosie. Yeah, I think maybe, you know, I, I sort of, the films I started off making were, were a little bit closer to Rosie. And then, you know, in the middle of the year, for one reason or another, I kind of drifted off a little bit. And, and I think with something in Ireland, there was a thing where, because so little had been made, there was always this sort of thing, oh, nobody's made the 
Irish romantic comedy or nobody's made the Irish horror film and nobody's made the, you know, and there's a sort of lot of space to move into, and which is great, but it's equally dangerous sometimes, you know, that you tend to, to go into something because it's possible rather than necessarily because it's really what you be doing or want to do. And, and I was interested in horrors at that time because they did, because the Asian horror thing had, had come up. And the Asian horrors, I mean, horrors generally are, are brilliant because they present like such, you know, interesting images and, and sort of iconoclastic images and, and prov- you know, very primal, provocative images, you know, that on the one hand play at a very basic level but in another way, are quite interesting and sophisticated and detailed. So I was interested from that point of view, and as a, a particularly from that sort of emerging Asian uh, horror thing and the sort of Western reaction to that and how, how it engaged with that, because there's a sort of w- new type of kind of uncanny, weird aspect to the horror, as much as there was a, a sort of, you know, it was about shocks, just let's say. There was something stranger in it. And I was drawn to to do something because of that, you know. Yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. I'm genuinely going to go home and find it and watch it now. I, I absolutely loved it when it first came out. So would you have any kind of tips for any upcoming filmmakers who are looking to break into the industry? Because obviously it's a massive industry at the minute. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot happening uh, both between, you know, cinema and television. You know, there's a, you know the whole TV thing has just expanded so much in the last while. I think the thing is, you know, you've got to, I'm just trying to, like, find that space between, on the one hand, I think, you know, do stuff, make things, you know, because it's when you make things, you learn and you can reflect and you can adjust. I was saying to you before the interview that I've made just a couple of shorts, but by God, you don't realise how much work goes into a little three-minute shorts. <laughs> Well, it does. It's, everything is detailed, you know, and the sort of, you know, like, and you can keep pushing further detail into anything, you know, it's like, you know, obviously the detail, what shots you take, but, you know, it's like what clothes they're going to wear, you know, what's the tone of the performance, and then what music goes with that, and, you know, what, down to, you know, like, say, Rosie, you know, there was the sort of the whole question about if they're going to be in a car, what car should it be? And the whole... Like it was, you know, shows you what a sato you can become at some stage. I had an Excel spreadsheet of all the sort of people carriers and what their height, width, and length was. So I, I could say, okay, what car can fit X amount of people, and also put crew in it, and also how wide is the camera relative to the width of the car, so we know we can get a nice wide shot. So if anyone listening wants to go and see the film, Rosie, do you want to just give out any details of how they can go about think, that? Yeah, well, it's on in Cine Magic, and it's, I think it's, it's on the 6th of uh, June, and I think it's in the evening. I think it's like maybe 6 or 7 o'clock in the evening in Old, I think. Um, but maybe just double-check that, but it's definitely the 6th of June, and it's in Cine Magic Festival. And um, and it's also, I mean, I think it's on online platforms as well if people want to see it and at home and all that. But it's always good to see it in the cinema. Of course, yeah. And can we look forward to anything else? I know that this has literally just come out, but... Um, well, I'm working on a couple of things, but nothing, I don't think anything that I'm developing is going to be ready until, you know, the middle of next year. I'm working on with Marco Halloran on uh, a 
project. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah, so uh, Mark did, wrote the script for Viva, so we're doing something again together. And I'm working with Conor McPherson on a film that's an adaptation of um, a novel called Sal, which is set in Scotland by um, a writer called Nick Kitson, and it's a lovely, really beautiful book. Um, and I'm doing something, talking to Roddy about something as well. So, but it'll be the first, I think, maybe the next year before any happening. Okay. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Great. Thank you. That was Paddy Paddy Brettnot, director of Shrooms, and most recently Rosie. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan.